and welcome to another episode of Teens on the Road, the one and only podcast for full-time Auburn teenagers. I'm your host, Brooke Taylor, and here with me today are three lovely ladies, Shelby. Hi, podcast. Grace. Hey. And Lydia. Hi. We will be discussing with you the ways in which traveling life has changed our mindsets, characters, and lives. This is not an easy nor typical life we live, and we will be discussing its effects on us, both good and bad. First question for Grace. Before you started traveling, what were your prejudices about the lifestyle? What did you think it was going to be like? Well, to be honest, I didn't know much about, like, full-time RVing. I didn't really know that was a thing. But I always thought, like, the idea of that sounded fun, but also, like, kind of scary because it was so separate from anything I'd ever known and from friends especially. So I was very intimidated by the idea, but also kind of intrigued and excited by it. Yeah. What parts of it, like, intimidated you? Just the social aspect? For me, it was mostly the social aspect because I'm a huge extrovert, so I like having like 15 friends all around me at the same time. So that idea of maybe like having just my family, well, I do love them dearly. I felt like I would be lonely. Yeah, that's understandable. What about you, Shelby? I'm going to be honest. I was so against it because that meant I had to leave my friends. I was like, no, I don't want to. I have these, these friends, and I was pretty young, so I was like, what am I going to do? I'm going to sit in my RV. I'm going to see like a few things and that's how it's going to be. I was not ready for it. And I, I really just, that's what I thought it was going to be. And how old were you? I was nine when I first started. Okay. So nine, you're like, got a lot of friends. Yeah. I know you're very social. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, "Mm, yeah, no, I'm going to be sitting in my RV with my parents stuck there. No, thank you. (laughs) What about you, Lydia? Well, to be honest, um, I didn't really, I've been homeschooled all my life, so I wasn't really, didn't really have that many friends, and so I didn't really expect to make many friends on the road, but I really liked the lifestyle when we started out because, I don't know, I just, I just liked something different. Mm-hmm. Like, I've heard a lot of people heard that they were, it felt like they were in, like, a continual cycle while, before they were on the road, but for me, I don't know why, I just never felt like that, but I liked this lifestyle better than definitely, but I didn't really have that many, like, criticisms about, you know, life. So you were pretty open to it. Yeah. Didn't seem like a major change in social life for you. Yeah, not really. Shelby, during the initial adjustments to traveling life, what did you struggle most with? How did you grow and overcome that struggle? Well, like I said, I felt like I couldn't talk to my friends, and being nine, I didn't have a phone. I really... It was hard to keep in contact. Like now that I'm a teenager, I, I can just FaceTime somebody or text them when I want to see how they're doing. But being nine, like I was like, uh, okay, maybe I can call them like once a month or do that. So it was really hard to not do that. And I, I was pretty miserable for the beginning of it. Like uh, I did realize that there was some interesting stuff. Like, of course, we're seeing all these different things and we were going really fast. So, you know, we were like, this day we're there, this day we're in the next state. Like, we were actually, I thought it was fun, but I still had that dread of, like, I'm missing so much, I can't talk to my friends, you know. So much. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's the feeling that I was yeah. missing. Yeah, it's been hard for me when my friends will send me, like, pictures of what we're doing, or I don't have social media, so it's not quite as hard, but they'll still send me pictures and tell me what they're doing, I'm like, yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. But then on the other hand, you're like, well, I have this amazing life where I get to see so much. Exactly. It's like sometimes you see those people with those prom photos, which 
we didn't get to experience that, yes, but, <laughs> but, you know, that certain party, you see your friends all hanging out without you, you know, everyone's going to have that feeling, yeah. but then you're like, well, I just went to the Grand Canyon, so maybe, <laughs> you know, you got to even it out. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard to balance the gratitude with the missing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what about you, Grace? Well, kind of similar lines to what you guys are saying, like, I just remember, like, everybody likes to feel like in their friend group, like, they're indispensable, you know, like, yeah. they're a big part of it. So that was really hard for me, too, just, like, realize that, like, they were still all going to hang out and do the same things, even once I was gone. And then once I was gone, then, like, it kind of fizzled out, like, we didn't really talk that much, because I felt like I didn't have a ton in common with them anymore, because traveling was such a big part of my life, and it was not really a part of theirs at all. Mm-hmm. So that was really, really hard to get used to, and when it comes socially, but it kind of worked itself out, like, I feel like, it, like most things do, you know, mm-hmm. like, I met more people who are now more like-minded to me, so that part doesn't work out. Yeah, I agree with you about, like, you know, when you're part of a friend group, and you're really close, and then you leave, and like, yeah, they're sad, but you can't ever, like, be there to be with them, Yeah. and so it's like, oh, I wish I was there, and it kind of sucks that they don't need me. Mm-hmm. And so there's like that selfish as- aspect, but you're also like, you know, I'm glad we're having a good time. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Grace? Um, there has been a couple of like instances where like my cousins, like we don't live near them anymore because we're traveling, and I see them doing fun things with like our aunts and uncles, and I'm like, oh, I wish I was there, or stuff like that. But with friends, like I haven't really had that much that experience but even on the road like you can still have that problem because say you meet a friend you're really good friends with them and then you don't see them for like multiple months and say they go to a rally because I know there's multiple people who didn't get to go to the Pintap rally mm-hmm. and because they were too young but mm-hmm. we're still friends with them so when they see us all hanging out it might feel they might feel left out and so yeah. I guess that sort of can happen on the road too so, that's sort of my experience with that. Yeah. So, Grace, what did you have trouble adjusting to when you started traveling? So, I actually, this is something that I was not expecting to struggle with, but I really struggled with, like, independence from my family. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but when I attended traditional school all the way up to my ninth grade year, and I was used to being gone from my family from 7 in the morning until sometimes even, like, 37 at night, like 12 hours, and I was the one who decided who I ate lunch with and like what I ate for lunch and like pretty much everything throughout my day. So it was really, really hard for me to adjust once we were doing everything as a family and my mom was like making me breakfast again, which was great, but like I kind of had gotten not used to that. So it was like felt almost like I was becoming more dependent on my parents and I was like also wanting to branch out a little bit. So that was like, yeah, that was really kind of tricky to maneuver. And it, I mean, we're still working on it, too, because it's a whole new dynamic that we've never experienced before. But, yeah, that was probably a big one for me. Yeah, a lot more fun with your family. <laughs> <laughs> can be good. Also can be bad. <laughs> what about you? What did you struggle with, Lydia? Um, well, I mean, I guess part of it was that my brother and I shared, like, a room, of course. Mm-hmm. And... When I got older, I, like, got my own room. But now that we moved into an RV and we had a smaller space, we had to share. And 
like right now, if my brother sleeps above the cab in our RV, you know, his room is like the kitchen and the living room. And so <laughs> it's his, like, so it's, it's more, it's harder for me to, like, adjust to that part of it. You don't have your own kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. So that part was a little bit of a struggle for me. So how did you over grow and overcome the struggle of not having as much personal space? Or do you still struggle with it? Um, I did struggle with it a little bit, but I mean, I, I like and try and strive to make my own space in the RV, like, you know, decorate it how I would like it and make it like my own little space and like put in storage for my stuff because like if all my stuff is in the bathroom, then everyone's like exposed to it. But if I had yeah. like my own cabinet or like I had like a whole dresser like I would in the house, like more private, and so just saving what you what you have and making the most of it. Yeah, right. So yeah, I'm still struggling with it, but okay, Lydia, how has traveling life made you a better person? Mm. Well, I've definitely that like for a better person, maybe like I've been more like I could reach out to people more. Because before when I was homeschooled, like I said, I didn't really have any friends, so I didn't really get that opportunity to reach out to other people and make friends. Mm -hmm. But now I can reach out to other people and, like, just like I can work on encouraging others more. And definitely has boosted my confidence because before I was, you know, in my house all my whole life. Shy homeschool kid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, um, but now. I'm like more outdoors more and I can help other people and yeah it definitely boosted my confidence like with dancing <laughs> especially yeah. like you're more bold I, yeah way. I was so like self-conscious about dancing I would always like leave during dances I'm like yeah. I cannot do this <laughs> but like now I'm more confident with my decisions and like being independent more before I was totally dependent on my parents mm-hmm. now uh, I'm like edging away from that a little bit more because I wanted to be able to have more responsibility and you know before I go out on my own mm-hmm. so that's definitely helped me become a better person. I think that's interesting how you and Grace contrast how Grace <laughs> she was independent and now she's becoming more attached to her family in a good way and then you you were attached to your family a lot and now that you're in the RV you're able to branch out more and I like how that complements each other. Yeah so Grace how has RV life made you a better person? Well, I feel like I just have more time to like learn about myself. Like like I said earlier, I would be like doing something all day every day back in the old lifestyle I went, and now like I have time to find out which things I'm really interested in and what things like refuel me and make me able to be like not crabby, you know, yeah. and like what I need to like get the most out of life and just being able to take care of myself like that has really like I feel like I've been really like happier person in general and I'm able to be like more there for other people too and see like what my family needs and how I'm impacting it and all like the little dynamics and stuff. So since you've been able to take time for yourself, you now have more time for other people. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. And that's true across the board. You've got to have self-care. <laughs> what about you, Shelby? Actually quite like the same as Grace, I was like in a public school where I was very independent and everything, but I really wasn't learning as much about, like, yes, I was independent and I, I could do my own stuff, and, and 
but like being in like a public school and I still am in public but like you know with the everyone around and the people you've kind of known for a few years you kind of put into a group like this is what you're going to be and you don't have a lot of room to grow like yes you have those milestones that you're going to hit eventually whatever like graduation all that but after I moved away from people that like already assumed what I am I was kind of able to decide that and I went through a lot more of like a self like realization like plenty of things maybe like style and different things like that and I, I, I got to learn a lot more about myself when I thought I knew about myself and I didn't and being away from that and being able to connect with friends differently really helped me as a person like this travel being away like not even the travel in general just like the that back mm. which I like I said when I was little I was very worried about that step back and it ended up being the very thing that helped me you know get grow. better yeah grow yeah yeah a lot of people in like the rut of public school and a nine-to-five job they have what's called a closed mindset which is where things have to be one way and change makes them uncomfortable and they don't want to change and this isn't just for people who aren't partying it can be for anybody and so I think traveling really helps us to gain a growth mindset about mm-hmm. things, how we can change and grow and become better, how things can be different. That's so true. Mm-hmm. We're more comfortable with change, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that is a great thing. Oh, almost always. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, great. Has traveling life made you a worse person in any way? Well, in some ways, I can definitely see, like, just some areas in my life. I just, so we have people from business sometimes we go to rallies and stuff so when I'm around other people I'm like at my best you know and I'm thriving and like I feel like just like a happy person all around but then I, it tends to be like after we leave those like high energy places where I'm so happy and I like kind of crash crash, crash. Yeah. yeah and I always feel bad to my family because I'll have two days where I just like don't want to talk to anybody like I just like want to go back to where we were you know and I'm just like not satisfied with just the five of us, you know, and I really want more people. And that's really hard for me to overcome every time because I know that that's an unsustainable lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But, so I'm definitely working on that because, like, it's okay to be sad, but it's not okay to always, like, totally fix your mood. Like, that's amazing. What about you, Shelby? Um, I would say with the friends thing, so I did travel when I was younger and then we came off the road for about six years and we decided hey we actually really miss this and so going into that like that six-year period I always felt like oh we're probably going to travel again and I kind of made friends with that idea that maybe we're going to leave these people and that's a little bit toxic to be like I can't I mean I've made connections with them but like I always felt like, hey, there's always going to be a time where I might just leave and I'm not going to see them as much or they might, I might lose them. And I feel like that was definitely a bad way to look at things. And of course, I, it did end up happening. I'm now traveling again. But I feel like if, say, we were to go off the road, I'd try to have more of a, hey, like, you know, this has worked. You could keep friends like this now that you're older and you can text and FaceTime. So I feel like I had more of a, a closed mindset when I... You had some walls. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and that makes sense. I mean, you don't want to like put yourself out there and make friends, and then it's just harder to leave. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because that's 
what we're gonna experience tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. For context, right now it is Saturday, and we are at the final day of the Team Pep Rally that was in Georgia. And we all had a great week. Mm-hmm. Had Very tiring. <laughs> yeah, it was tiring. We had a great time at prom last night. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm gonna miss you, lady. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have to get going tomorrow. Five hours. Lydia, if you're traveling, may you work in any way? Um, I don't know. I haven't really found like many cons to mm-hmm. traveling, but I definitely sort of like go along the lines of what Grace was saying, with you know being out more and then crashing after you know things like being inside more or being away from something you got used to mm-hmm. and but like especially for me if I'm like out with friends and you know I'm so hyped and so encouraging and then I go back into my house and I'm like like grumpy and I go back into my bed and I'm like no I don't really want to talk to you now yeah and so I don't know I know I mean I don't know if that's necessarily because of traveling or if that would just happen normally yeah. but um yeah that's really definitely happens more often that you get kind of pulled away like you're not there as long but it feels like you make a lot more connections especially if you're going to a place that's specifically to make connections like these yeah. rallies that mm-hmm. we're at so it's more of like a you get all this and then you just pulled away and then you all this I like this just, week has not felt like a week it felt <laughs> like so much longer and like i've known yeah. people forever yeah so it's not very good it's already over yeah yeah then they all Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, ladies. Lydia, do you have any advice for others, new teenagers who are on the road? Any changes that you want to warn them about? Um, maybe just to like, I'm not really sure. Maybe to help out, like more like. There's a lot of changes with your lifestyle and like people with setting up. And everything, and it's like sometimes you have more time with your family, and maybe just to warn them about like you know, take time to spend time with your family, and then take time to spend time with your friends, and not don't switch out too much. Like, don't try to like avoid your family or avoid Mm -hmm. your friends, like, try to like split up your time with them, I guess. Embrace it, yeah. Mm Grace, any advice? Well, I was going to say something kind of similar, actually. I think it's so important, like, your family is going to be your primary people you're around. So it's like, work really hard on your relationship with your family, I would mm-hmm. say, before you leave. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, making friends, too, is going to be different, most likely, than any way you've had to make friends in the past. Because it's not like the first day of school where everybody wants a friend, you know? Like, it's, yeah. like, very different experiences. So you have to put yourself out there a little bit more. Um, I would say if you're in a low spot that like you're really worried about like you're having a trouble in this this life and everything you're gonna I like this quote it's like things are gonna work out because they have to it's eventually gonna be okay even if you think you're you're never gonna make friends then you're gonna come to one of these rallies or you're gonna meet this group of people that is just amazing even if it's not at a rally and it's gonna be like oh okay I kind of got this like 
it may take some time and you may not realize it. Like I, it took me like maybe a half of like our trip to realize, oh, I actually love this, but you have to know that it'll work out eventually. Mm-hmm. And for friends, it's like, you know, you're going to make different friends because when you go to mm-hmm. school, everybody's the same age as you. Mm-hmm. They typically are from the same area that you are. And it's the closed mindset again, you know. And then when you go out into the world, an RV or whatever, and you go and meet new people, it's not just going to be people who are your age, who have the same background and everything. You're going to be meeting people with completely different mindsets. And they're probably going to be older than you because most other people who live in RVs are like 60 plus. (laughs) (laughs) Either older or younger. If you're a teen, it's usually the one of the two. Yeah, exactly. And that's actually kind of fun. That's like one of the fun things. Like you, yeah, you're. It's different, and that's the whole thing about it. Yeah, you can get to grow completely. And on the road, you're gonna also have like the one-time conversation friends. Like you're out on a walk <laughs> yeah. in the RV at the RV park, I mean, and your mom just starts talking to somebody who's walking their dog, and then you have a nice conversation about the weather or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's sometimes it. And then sometimes you'll meet people at a rally who you love and you record a podcast together <laughs> and you have lots of fun and you keep in touch for a long time and you guys are really good friends yeah. and you're able to share stories and you're able to understand each other and then you know there's the friends back home who may not understand you but they still love you and you it's able to it's interesting to be able to like talk about them about yeah. what's going on at home and you're like wow that's that's so weird you yeah. know it's like Oh wait, what forced you in now? Like what? Yeah, where exactly. are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. All right, ladies. Well, I'm at the end of my questionnaire. Do you have any questions for me or closing thoughts? No. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're <laughs> glad to have you. And thank you to all you nomads out there for listening. If you want to be on the podcast, say hi, or follow us on social media, check out our link below, and be sure to share Kingdom on the Road with your friends. Feel free to tag us on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks again for listening and have fun out there.